<laughs> hey! <Yeah>. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. That's good. Thank you. So, Is that we went doing? to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are you, just, are you just taking over? I'm just, I don't know. It's a lot of time, so I felt like I had to do something. I got awkward. Well, I, what I wanted to do was go through chronologically. So the first five or six days of the four of us going to Japan, two of us weren't there. And Joni couldn't make it to this, and I didn't want to push it again because it's a Sunday. So it's already been like two months since I've uploaded an episode anyway. So I was like, if I can do this today, I can put it out tonight and kind of get back on schedule. So if we just went through y'all's experience and then cut it and then do another episode where we were all there and maybe and then cut it and then do another episode when her and I were there. But if y'all want to join for those, so it's not just her and I talking to each other, you know, that would be, that would be fine. Cause we also went to some places that you went to, but we weren't there at the same time. Right. Right. And I like it. It would probably end up being very long episodes. If we talked about the same cities, all four of us multiple times. So I think this episode, we just focus on your experience and what y'all did only up until like the day that we got there. Does that right. make sense? Yep. yep. So you would kind of lead this, but I was going to pull up uh, like your Instagram or whatever in terms of the timeline, unless you remember yeah. it well enough that you uh, know like what day you did what and shit like that you could pull up my instagram but i am pretty sure i have a decent well i remember that <laughs> oh well i guess dana has made what one appearance on one of these podcasts to talk about bloodborne is that her soul yep. yeah i think i made two did you do it again is what we never got your yeah, word I did twice. on. Uh, we never got your word on Hogwarts Legacy. Out of all the people yeah, that should have had something to say about that, I feel like it should have been you. It would have been me, yeah. It was. It was pretty good. Okay, well, real quick before we get started, just rate it. Uh, I'll give it an eight out of ten. You can't use the ten scale. Why not? That's, that's taken. That's the Dale scale. <laughs> what do I have to use? You have to use your own unique scale. Just make it up on the spot. Okay. Um, I rate it a 25 out of 30. <laughs> okay. So that's... That's going to get confusing. Like a, I can't even do that one in my head. It's like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a eighty two point five out of a hundred, I think. Oh, there you go. I think that was yep. close. I'm really bad at yep. math, so. 
All right. So do you want me to ask you questions or do you want to tell me about your experience? And I just cut in when I have a question. Yeah, is... probably the latter, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's maybe start at the beginning. So it was 2011. Oh, right. <laughs> and I'm at this GameStop conference. 21. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, so, yeah. So, was... You're going to tell the wrong story? <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> to. I was just going to uh, tell the wrong story. Yeah. It no, I mean like 20... the wrong story about how we met. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I was going to tell the wrong story about that. Oh, okay. Because okay. that's how I remember it. So to me, it's not really the wrong. There's two, there's two accounts of the same story that are both true. You know? That's true. That is true. That's why politics gets so, gets so confusing. Right, right. <laughs> Which one's right? <laughs> we tried to do this. When did we make the plans? Like early 2022? I think it was like no, early January. It was, uh, I think it was December even. Wait, what fucking year? Yeah. Not 2022. Wait, it was 2020, right? 20, oh my God. 2019. We made the plans in 2019 i think it was november december when we um booked it and then and that was december 2019 and we booked it for march it was like march 20th or something something of uh 2020 so obviously that that fell apart it fell apart with us first because Dana's work was like, yeah, you could go, but if you go, you're going to have a quarantine for like three weeks when you come back. Oh, right. I um, remember that. Yeah. Which it worked out anyways, because then they just, Japan just totally can't, like not even a week later, just totally canceled yeah. any incoming trips. And even before they actually shut the country down, we were looking at like the events and the activities and all that stuff had already been shutting down anyway. It's like, even had we gone, I think that it would have been, I mean, obviously it would have been a totally different experience than what you right. ended up getting. But yeah, man, to think that it took three years to, to actually like play out considering that, I mean, are there any countries now still that are still like, oh no, we're China is China kind of fucked up right now? Yeah, but I think even they've opened up. I know New Zealand was really tough, but I, I think even they've opened up now. Wasn't New Zealand so the country was... that had like one case? Case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's because they totally closed down and absolutely every person that came back even if you're a citizen, had to go to a hotel and quarantine for like two weeks to a month. I mean, good for them, but also they're like a tiny little island, so they kind of had it easier than everybody else in that room. Right. All right. Well, 
where do you want to start? Uh, I'd probably say what when, when we. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. Nothing really set in until we walked out of the hotel. Even after the flight, right, Dana, would you agree? And everything, you weren't yeah. freaking out on the airplane. Well, I well, I was just because you know. Flying. I don't like flying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it is it the annoyance of flying but, though, or is it a fear of flying? It's just the annoyance. Like I'm not afraid. Like I don't think I'm gonna die, but it's just the whole whole traveling thing. I don't like. Yeah, it definitely has to be worth <laughs> the time spent. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, we, we landed and we were like excited and you, you know, you're walking through and even in like the airport, people are, there's Japanese people greeting you and kind of telling you where to go. Yeah. Right. Um, where you didn't really have that in America. You ask them a question. You, uh, when I came back to America, flash forward, I asked them where I'm going and they're like fucking being assholes about it. <laughs> oh, you're going there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where when you come into Haneda airport, you're walking out and people are like showing you pointing to where you're going did you notice you know they have people that are stationed in like one exact spot that just hold out their hand to like direct you yeah like it could just be like a sign on the ground but instead they put a real person there and Mm -hmm. they just they don't hold their hand but every time a person walks by they like move their hand and they like direct you that's like oh thank you and they're nice this is very and smile (laughs) yeah Totally, like, totally. No, I feel like a celebrity. <laughs> I know, and they're all like, "Oh, konnichiwa, konnichiwa." <laughs> we almost cried at the airport, though. I was getting a little teary-eyed. It, when I when I was getting in, when we were about to get into the plane from Atlanta to Tokyo, I was I was like getting really emotional. How long was that? Um, was that flight? Do you remember? Twelve. 12 hours. It was supposed to be like 12 and a half and it ended up being 12. Did you go across? What? Where did you go from there? So it went it, oh, like an arc over Alaska. So it went from Atlanta over Alaska oh. and then arced back down to Japan. What is the fear of like flying over? Is it they don't want to fly over the ocean for that long? Like why don't no, you would think leaving from Atlanta. I think it's just they would go over Africa or Europe or some shit. Right. Right. Uh, well, no, I, I, I think that we misjudged the mass of the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean, honestly. <laughs> I personally. <laughs> when you look at the map, like when you look at a globe, it looks like it's just on the like halfway around. So it, right. it looks like you could go either right. way and it, it should be about the same. But it seems like every single flight takes you back across yep. the country. It, I mean, a lot of times it's, well, I would say it's like currents, but it's not always because because sometimes wind currents are different. And so they, it'll be quicker that way. But even coming back, we went, well, we didn't go the same way because we went to LAX, but it was still like over. Okay. never mind. <laughs> that's, that's another story. <laughs> yeah. That's for the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep it um, keep it positive for now. Uh, I know, I know. Yep. See, 
yeah, we were fairly emotional getting into that plane. It was because it was almost like then it started to set in that it was really going to happen. Because the thing I didn't say, there were many points between when we booked it, when we had to cancel it, and then when we went where I just doubted that we were ever going to go. Just, <laughs> you know, just because. Um, so I, I resigned myself to not going. That's always the best. So then when we were... Anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And you won't be disappointed. Yeah. Right. I mean, there right. there was this, I don't know, small possibility that shit popped off with China or shit popped off with Russia or North Korea. I mean, there was like this... That's cool. Just go ahead. And... At least not my dog. Just... <laughs> There was, yeah. Okay. I can't pause this. Fucking stop! There we go. All right. <laughs> well, that worked. <laughs> All right. So you're in the airport and you're crying, and you guys are like huddled together, like tears. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And everybody's staring at us. <laughs> awkward, but amazing. So we get to the plane and they were like, oh, surprise, we're going to land like an hour earlier than we thought we were going to. So we were like, sweet. Um, we get there, we go through customs. Everything was fairly easy because they have you do a pre thing anyways. You just get a QR code. Did you do the uh, shit where... We took... Sorry, did you do the shit where you don't even talk no, to anybody? You just hold your passport on the, the screen and it scans the passport and then you just walk in? Or did you have to talk to uh, when we f we had to talk to someone so when we first went in we had to talk to someone from immigration but honestly we didn't even talk to them we handed them our passports we scanned had them scan our QR codes and then they let us go and can I just say too when I went to uh Costa Rica like I haven't been out of the country a lot when I went to Costa Rica they you have the, the whole page right when you have your passport there's you open it up, there's two pages. Each page is divided into four, right? Right. You go to Costa Rica, he just fucking slammed it down, gives you it back. It's all fucking crooked and shit. When you go to Japan, they, they take a sticker off, and she so meticulously put it perfectly <laughs> up in that top <laughs> left-hand quadrant, like the first one. Like, perfect. <laughs> Instantly, I knew I was getting, knew what I was getting. Yeah, the attention to detail. Yeah, yeah. So we go there, we get our bags, we go out, and we decided to take a taxi because the main reason is because we got our Wi-Fi thing sent to the hotel because you had built up so much that it was so hard to find the post office to get your Wi-Fi uh, thing that I was, like, nervous and didn't want to do it. So Did you see a post office? No. Okay. <laughs> I also didn't look, but I didn't see one. <laughs> you flew into Haneda, right? Yes. There's two airports yes. that service Tokyo. I've I haven't flown in internationally to that one, so it may be easier there. But I mean, I think you still made the right choice. Me getting to my hotel the first time I went was 
like a two hour ordeal. I'm guessing you probably got there in like Damn. 30 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Haneda by car is quicker anyways. It's like a half hour as if like Narita by car is like an hour. So taking a taxi wouldn't be nearly as much as if you took it from uh, Narita. So. And there was like, I wanted to get there as quick as possible to get to the hotel. Well, you weren't having to drag your bags. Like the worst thing is <laughs> is not knowing where you're going and not necessarily knowing how to get there and having like two or three things that you're carrying with you at the same time, especially when you're going through those mm-hmm. train station, uh, one of the terminals. That's not what you would call it. Yep. Is that yeah. what you call it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like the pa- yep. the Pasmo thing, the little gates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like trying to drag your yeah, luggage terminals. and shit through those things. So, I'm guessing you just walked outside. Did you put your hand out and here's a taxi and he put the shit in nope. for you? It well even easier because there's a line. So that so you go out and I asked the guy. Uh, of course, there's a line. Yeah. Yeah, I asked the guy how how to fir- first. I asked him if there's if he spoke English. The guy that was doing customs, and they said, "Oh, a little, a little." Which every time a Japanese person say they speak a little English, it means they speak pretty close to perfect English. So let's. Uh, and I asked him, "Oh, limit that." To, what's that? Limit that to big cities, maybe. Probably, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um, so I was like, oh, where's the taxi? right out there. He's like, yeah, just right out there. So we go out, you follow the signs and there's a line for taxis. Uh, we go to the taxi and, and I say to him where we're going. Uh, and I, you know, if I'm reading it, my pronunciation is, is okay. Right. Like probably better than someone that, that doesn't know like the syllable structure and stuff, but it's still not good. So he understood, but then I, I showed it to him anyways, and uh, he put it in and everything. And it was about a half hour. Still hadn't set in. Did that taxi have the, Dana, uh, you could... like the doilies and shit on the interior? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, hanging off like the back and stuff. Yeah. 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 So fancy. Yep. I know. <laughs> I know. Dude, their, their taxes are beautiful inside and out like the outside looks like they polish it every week <laughs> yeah um you could jump in at any time too dana don't yeah, mind you're me. doing a great job <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you so we get to the we get to the hotel and he, he like points out exactly where it is too because he you know i told him what hotel it was um check in and then well, we booked the whole same hotel as Sean and Joni, so uh, you and Joni. So um, it's right like a ten minute walk from Sensoji Temple, which is the biggest Buddhist temple in Tokyo. So obviously that's the first thing we do. Um, we walk out, and there's what's the name of that market, Sean, that leads up to it? Do you remember? Is it Nishiki Market? No. I forget. Anyways, there's a a, (laughs) yeah, there's a big market that leads up to Sensoji Temple with 
they have like a lot of like street food, you know, nice like touristy shit. It's cha almost, not really tchotchke, but almost like touristy stuff. Uh, and that's like two, three blocks. But even besides, all around Sensoji Temple is all like really cool shops, really cool restaurants. So there it was like, it, it started to set in a little bit. And I was just like, this is fucking amazing. But then when we walked up to Sensoji Temple, and we stopped, I think, before you go under the big, what's that big red thing? The, Lamp. The big lantern. Right. Yeah, the big lantern. Thank you. We stopped right before we went under the big lantern. And that's when, like, uh, it, like, hit me. And I was just like, holy, because it's huge. And there's beautiful big lantern. There's the fucking two commies that protect the place. There's that big five-story pagoda. And I'm just like, it's it's in, in my personal opinion, maybe because I wanted to do it so much, it, it was intense for me in like yeah. a good way, you know? Did you call them? You don't ever see that shit around here. You called them commies? What? Like Russians? Yeah. No, no, that's what, that's what, like, I know. In I know, Shinto, it, what? I know. It was oh, just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fucking <no>. commies. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's hard for me to understand jokes sometimes. <laughs> Autism. For some of the jokes. I know. For someone that jokes around so, so much, my autism kicks in. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's a Nakamise. So what about you? That's the street. Okay, Nakamise. What about you, Dana? How did you feel? It was amazing. It was like nothing I ever saw before. It was crazy. Did you have any issues at the hotel checking in? Or did you all use that? Were you able to use that electronic... <laughs> Check in where you don't even talk to anybody. Well, well, he we, went up I to went, someone we just, first. Yeah. Well, that was Morgan's thing. Like the entire time, anytime he saw somebody that needed help <laughs> or that he thought could help him, he would just like sprint to them and just. Yep, just, loves it. <laughs> this is this <laughs> moment to shine. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a normal thing with me, Dana, in general? Uh, yeah. Anytime you could talk to somebody, you do it. <laughs> yeah. Not me, because I don't want to talk to anybody, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we walked around there, and it's like, the whole Sensoji Temple is really cool. Um, Asa Asakusa was, it's just like a beautiful area to stay in, honestly. Yeah, I think um, I would probably recommend, dude. It's hard to it's hard to not recommend the exact hotel that we stayed at because of how right. cheap it is and the location of it. Yeah, it was the, perfect. The right. only negative to that place, if you want to really nitpick, is that to the actual train station, it was like a ten minute walk, but you could get to that subway station and like three minutes so i mean right. it ended up being easier i think to just use that subway but for 30 dollars a night you're really going to complain about a 10 minute walk to the station that's no. it that's exactly it yeah. but, and where you are like you have that big market yeah you have the where well, it probably is close to one of the cooler temples we've seen um it's just, it, and it's like you walk outside and it's just it, Tokyo in general is kind of a chill atmosphere which is weird for a big city but 
like that is like an it's almost like set up like an old school neighborhood really so i think that that's the magic of tokyo and why it has the feeling that it does is that well maybe morgan doesn't feel this way you seem to be very outgoing and very social and like dana just said you love to talk to people but i would be the opposite of that and i think the dana's the opposite of that but it i would not purposefully ever want to go to la or new york or uh fucking what mumbai or just some like massive Mumbai massively packed city right it's almost like it goes to that point of super dense population but then it goes one step past it to where it's so packed and so full of people that you're invisible and it's like, oh, this yeah, isn't nice. annoying. People don't give a shit about you. Everyone on the street that's just a passerby or on the train ignores you, you know, 99% of the time. And it's like, oh, this is a totally different feeling than going to like, like a show where <sighs> yeah. someone's going to come right. up to you and want to talk or bother you or if you go to like a convention or something where it's, I mean, it never gets crowded here. So I have to use right. event type things, but I could imagine walking around in the street in New York. There's going to be a lot of irritating shit going on around you. But if you like, yeah. if yeah. you doubled the population of New York, then maybe it would be like, Oh, like now I can just kind of like blend in and just, yeah, if uh, the only time that works is if you double the population of New York and they're all Japanese because <laughs> <laughs> it's otherwise. New York is so gross. Like, it was cool going after we came back, but like. So it's, dirty. It's, it's, it, yeah, so dirty. So. What did you do that first night? You just checked into the room and then went to Sensoji and then came back? Or did you end up wandering around? Mm, walked around. We wandered around. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So then we... Did we walk... We walked... We, well, first we went and got food. So we found a ramen place. And it was like, like 7 o'clock or something. And, and we got there right before they closed. Maybe 8 at the latest. <laughs> uh, so that that's like my one gripe. is is You can find places that are open later. But it's more in like Shibuya type areas or like, yeah, yeah it, it's like the busier areas. So something like Asakusa is a lot of places for food, even in like other places close at like seven or eight. It's like, it's so fucking big that they just section off parts of the city for specific activities. So like, if right. you want to go out at night, you go here. And then you could go like three blocks away and it's fucking empty. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we did that and then we walked to the water. Um, 
do you know the the park that we walked through when we were coming back that first night, coming back from the tower? That's the park we went to. So we went to it was like a little park. Um and it was it was also like amazing that I I type on I go into Google Maps. Google Maps is so key. You have to do Google Maps if you go there. Um and I just type in restroom and you know everything that's close to you comes up with the little icons and to from where I was there were like three or four restrooms and public restrooms which is unheard of if you go to uh New York like you, you got to go buy something somewhere to use the bathroom I hate New York <laughs> fucking terrible uh was this your first so yeah we walked out was this your first public bathroom experience? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. How was it? And it was like super, super clean. It's a park, right? And so you expect like you go, we went to a bathroom in a park in New York City where like, it's like a decent park, people playing basketball, this and that. And it was fucking disgusting. Dude, you, go was, to a, you know, piss everywhere. You go to a park here and it's like that. This is like a small town where right. people from New York would be like, oh, I'm so sick of busy America. Like, let's move. Let's move out to the country where life is slow and everyone has those old traditional American values. And then you come out here and you go to the park and there's like shit all over the floor and toilet paper stuck to the walls. <laughs> and it's like, oh. Well, yeah. yeah. And it smells like better. piss the second you walk in. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, whoa, like that, that was crazy. But uh, I'll get to the crazier one later. Um, so, yeah, and then we, I think we just headed back at that point, right, Dana? Did we do anything else that night? I don't think so. I think we got tired and then we just headed back, headed back. It was late, though, too. It was dark out, yeah. so. uh then we get up in the morning, and uh, after we leave, the first thing we do is go to the Conveni that's right there. Conveni is convenience store. That's what they call their convenience stores. And we get breakfast, and it's just—it's like a—it's a different fucking world because everything there is great. It's all like fresh, you know. I got like egg sandwiches. Dana got onigiri, which is like a rice ball, and like something else we took it and we went to the the small temple that small buddhist temple we went to the first night and it's like a park too so we sat at the park and uh ate it um there's also a bathroom there and the, the bathroom was kind of weird but i didn't mind because they have your at that park bathroom the men's bathroom has like a little fence and then you walk in, but the fence doesn't have sides on it, right? So you walk in and use the urinals, and anybody walking by could just see you pissing. So. <laughs> and we go to the Buddhist tent. What's that? It's nice that if you have to poop, you get fully enclosed rooms. But right, if you're peeing, they don't give it. They don't give a shit about it. Like there's nope. there's going to be something that's just high enough to like cover your junk. But it wouldn't be weird to see like an outdoor urinal with just a little fence 
and you could just walk over there and like pee in it. I think they would feel like that was totally fine. Yeah, it's just, like you said, just enough so they can't see your actual dick. But besides that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we went there and then we farted around, and then I was like, I was like, you want to go to Kamakura? Because I looked it up and it was only like an hour away, right? The Great Grand Buddha, Great Buddha, whatever. And uh, I was like, because anything that like we wanted to do or that we would have done is stuff that we were planning to do together in Tokyo anyways. So we took the train. It was actually nice because the train to Kamakura, it was just literally like one train. It was like an hour. Went to the Kamakura train station. Then we took a bus to the Grand Buddha, Great Buddha. And that was really fucking cool too. And that was what, what do you something think about? that I hadn't done previously. And that I wanted to do this time, but we didn't make it. And it's just, there's, I mean, you absolutely have to pick and choose what you want to do. Because yeah. if you were like, oh, I want to do this. And that, I mean, you would have to schedule months, I think. If you were like, I want to make sure I do all these exact things. But I mean, it's cool as shit. Was it? But I haven't seen it in person. I've just, I've seen pictures and videos of it and it's, I always kind of have this feeling when it comes to like national or like worldwide landmarks, like pyramids and shit like that. The grand Canyon. It's like, I have seen a picture of it. Like I know what a pyramid is going to look like if I were to go to Egypt, I'm not going to spend $5,000 to go on some trip to Egypt to look at a pyramid. I'll just, type it in on my phone and be like, Oh, okay, cool. But I have kind of learned that sometimes with these things, you do get a little more out of it than what you would. Sometimes you don't, sometimes you go somewhere and it's like, Oh, this is, this is just like a pile of dirt. Like, why did I come all this way (laughs) to look at like a big pile of dirt? Did you get any kind of feeling from it as like, I hate this word, but like, was it majestic? Were were you in (laughs) awe of it? Or was it just kind of like, oh, this this is cool. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really cool. I wouldn't say majestic. All right. Now I'm going to need you to break down how you use the phrase really cool. Because where would you place that? In between scale, yeah, is it? (laughs) I think that really cool sounds better than cool. Really cool has a positive tinge to it, right? Yes, yes, better than pretty good, right? Really cool sounds way better than pretty good, right? But does it sound way better than pretty good? (laughs) Yes, yes, about the same. I still think so. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so it, it was easily worth the hour that it took to get there. I'm assuming. Yeah, and yeah. the area was really cool too. Would it would it be worth taking half of your day if you only have 5 days to go see it? Or do you think that 
like in hindsight, oh, I wish I had half a day. I would have wanted to do this instead. I was glad we saw it, but there's also, so when you walk outside of uh, where it is, you walk down the street and there's like shops, I think like ice cream shops. And we got the one thing that I really wanted was cold soba noodles. And there was a shop there that actually had cold soba noodles. So we went there. I think you got udon, right, Dana? Or did you get no, soba? No, I got, I got soba, too. But you got hot soba. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, so we did that, and that was really good. Um, and then we, we I walked, and I found a couple other shrines to go to. <laughs> but the one problem is that I realize when you, especially with shrines, because a lot of times they're located in like at the end of roads or at the end of this. So you really kind of, before you actually hit Google or directions for Google, you got to look where, where it is. Cause it was cool, but it took us on like a hike. It was like up the steep hill (laughs) and, uh, we're going through groups of grade schoolers, I think. Right, Dana? Little kids, yeah, little kids are so cute. They have the hats. So cute. They have the hats on. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Hats on. The hats really sell it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And th- and they say they were all like, "Hello, hello," or I think most of them actually said hello. Yeah. And then the the second group, I stopped and I asked one of the guys, <laughs> one of the um, of course, main guys. <laughs> obviously because uh, i was like i was like where am i going like what the f- i don't think this is right so i asked him if he knew where it was and he was like ah, oh, i i don't know and then i'm we're climbing up this hill it's kind of hot i'm sweating and these kids are laughing at me and my assumption is they're laughing at me because of the giant white dude just dripping in sweat <laughs> lost it's lost so you know, I take a right and we go down. I find that there's an exit there to a street. And it was actually like, it's really cool because it, it was all like, at that point, you're in like residential area. And it, it's almost like not quite suburbs, but close, like right in between urban and suburban. Um, so it was like a beautiful little area. I found where we had to go. And, uh, it was just, honestly, it was just really cool to walk through an area like that. And uh, we get to the shrine. The shrine was almost like a mini Fushima Inari shrine. With all the Right, games. you have like, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Yep. <laughs> I like so. Dana's ability to... <laughs> it's my word, I guess. To, ...to get into detail on this stuff is... <laughs> Dana, tell them about the shrine. Uh, the shrine with all the foxes. Yeah. There's that. How many foxes do you think were there? Tens of thousands. Everywhere. Those. Yeah. Have you seen those little white fox statues? Yeah. It's like a white foxes. Yeah. Yeah, I I see it here on your Instagram post. Yeah. Yep. Yep, it, there had to be tens of thousands. But first, I was hoping she would start from the beginning. You walk in, and, and there's 
all the Tory, <laughs> the Tory gates. This is why I don't talk. <laughs> you walk in and there's all the Tory gates, but they're smaller ones and they can't be more than like seven feet tall. Um, and, but it's the same thing. They're all red Tory gates. And it was just like, I was, I was like really stoked about that. Cause that's one thing I was really looking forward to in Kyoto is to see gates like that. Um, and, and as you're walking in, you see them in little areas, but then it starts to open up and, and each open area, you know how you can stop off and there's like a little tiny, like uh lantern. It's like a wooden lantern almost on a pedestal. There'd be some of the Inari statues there. And then it, there were like a couple of places where they're just like, it looked like there was a thousand. And then there was the big Tory gate. So it was like the main part of that shrine. And behind it, it was probably a little bigger than the size of my kitchen. So just say roughly like <laughs> 20 by 20 feet, right? And just everywhere you look were those Inari, shrine, Inari statues, everywhere. And isn't it, it's crazy how this isn't even a place that you were trying to go. You were just like, fuck no. it, there's something over here. Let's go check it out. And mm-hmm. yep. it isn't. <laughs> that you just got lucky and happened to find this, this one cool thing. It's that that exists over and over and over everywhere that you go to the point where like, let's say that you're going to go on a trip and you're listening to this because you want to know what you should or shouldn't do. If you have written down, like I want to go to these 10 like famous temples or famous shrines it's almost not worth it. It's almost like you should pick like one or two because you're going to run into so many of them just on the way to somewhere else that it's going to get to the point where you're like, Oh, fuck that place. I don't really care. I've already seen that a hundred times. I really don't need to see another one. You know, there's always the ones that stand out. But it was just crazy how right. you're just minding your own business, not doing anything. And then, oh, here's here's one of like the coolest things I've ever seen <laughs> just on the side of the road. And no, nobody <laughs> yeah, that lives much. here gives a shit about it. It's just right is, here. It is. Right. Right. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. And then because then. I just I look on the Google Maps and I find another shrine that's close by, and uh, that one we had to like climb. It was it was just it was pretty steep uh, road that we had to climb to get to, but it was like totally different from that Anari one, but it was really cool too because you you go under this rock and you're walking under the rock for like they dug out a tunnel for like fifty plus feet, and you go in and. Now there's Tory gates, but they're wooden Tory gates, so it's different, right? (laughs) Again, it's really cool. And then Dana had to go. We we both went to the bathroom there, right? But do you remember that bathroom, Dana? Yes, it was in the ground. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) I'm like, what do I do with this? It was one of the squat squat toilets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never used one of those before. Did you figure it out? So when she, no, she didn't. I she, she I, said, I took my shorts off because I didn't want to pee on them. 
<laughs> but how, how did you pee when you went in there? I just squatted over it, but apparently I didn't do it the right way. <laughs> but you, you squatted like you were like sitting in a chair almost, yeah. right? But when you squat in those, you want to squat so your thighs and your calves touch. So you're squatting like all the way down. And that, that, I mean, that's how you're supposed to use it. Oh, you like in. holds yourself uh, but... up. Like you like hovered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, hovered. <laughs> Was it? I, so I I only ran into one or two of those. They were pretty gross. Like you could tell those weren't clean. Yeah, they were. The same. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. I think with those people are just like, you know, fuck it. This is just how it's going to be with these. <laughs> it's like it. Do you? I don't remember when they changed them, but it had to be even back in like the forties, fifties, right? Where they went because those are the old fashioned toilets. I mean, everyone that I saw I looked think- like the tile was ancient and it had been in there and. There were like little trees growing out of the grout and shit. It's just like yeah. right, <laughs> right. I saw like three of them, maybe. Yeah, I tried, I tried yeah, to avoid somebody. them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you end up doing that so night? So the- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So we that day that day I kind of wish that I had planned out a little more, but I didn't. It's I'm not even like mad about what we did, but. Then I looked up and realized Yokohama was only like a half hour away. So we went to Yokohama. But I will say that we went to one of the markets there, which was kind of cool to see. But then we, since it was kind of getting a little later in the day then, we had a decision to either go to, there was a ramen museum that I really wanted to see, or the area with the Ferris wheel. So we ended up going to the ramen museum and it was, I don't, it was a mistake. Like I should have gone to the fucking Ferris well, wheel in the water area. What, what time would you say that it was? Four o'clock right Dane, around then? Yeah, it wasn't dark yet, which I feel like it would be better to go there if it was dark. The Ferris wheel. What did, what did you do after you went to the ramen place then? Cause I, you didn't spend all night at the ramen place. No. No, but then it's an hour to get back. So we went back. And then what do we do? And I can't remember for the life of me. How what, did you eat oh, at, the ramen, at the ramen museum? No. <laughs> you didn't eat anything? So, Why do we even so, go? <laughs> I wanted to eat and you didn't, Dana. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't, doesn't sound like me. Yeah, yeah, okay. So she didn't want to eat, and I was just like, I was like, oh, I should have just gotten something, but I was like, fine, we'll just go back and find something there. But the atmosphere of the place looks really cool. But is it one it of is. those places? I mean, if you're not going to eat, you just kind of take a picture of it and then like move on. Yeah, you put, and you yeah. can walk around. It is, it is like you're walking around the back streets and stuff of like an old school neighborhood. So it is, and and as you're walking through, there are actual shops there, like mostly ramen, but there were like ice cream shops and other things too. You didn't get any ice cream uh, either. No, no. I was. <laughs> I know we failed. We failed miserably that day. So 
and then we went back to Tokyo. First, it took us a while because we went to the train station and we got we hopped on the Shinkansen to get back to Tokyo. And so I had to go through the process of getting my passes at that point because you could buy the JR Rail Pass and when they send it to you, you guys both know this, but when they send it to you, it's just like, it's like a pass with your name on it. So you have to bring it to like an attendant. And what they do is they set it up for a specific day at that point because it's a send seven day rail pass. And they'll set it up for the day you want it until, you know, seven days from there. So I had to set it up. That it didn't take too long, but it was still like probably like twenty minutes, half hour at least. That's, that's not bad. We had to wait. No, no. Um, I did mine at the airport, and then we took. Yeah, that was, that was not pleasant. Oh, there are probably so many people waiting for it, huh? Yeah. 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 So we went back. I don't even remember for the life of me what we did when we came back. Not either. I don't remember where we ate. I don't know how it was that all just You have somewhere else. You have pictures of the ramen museum and then that's it. Then you're in Kyoto. Yep. And then Right. So <clears throat> next day this this is kind of annoying too. Next day, it was like, so pretty much the mornings are get up, go to the kombini, get food, you know, get your like, first we would get like coffee and stuff, get food. And then uh, like every morning was like that, which is fine. Like all the food's good there. So I would get like egg sandwich. They have the fluffiest bread. They have egg sandwiches. They have like teriyaki sandwiches. They have noodle sandwiches. The teriyaki. The teriyaki chicken and egg sandwich was super fucking good so good yeah yeah so we went there and then we went to tokyo station to get a shinkansen right the bullet train and this is where i made the mistake is that well i'm glad we got up early too we got up early to get it and i went there and the next Fucking two hours of bullet trains were all taken to Kyoto. <laughs> so, I was just like, oh. it, was, it was like very stress inducing. But this is also, this is, oh, I know what we, I know what we did that night. Can I tell you? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, what did we do? <laughs> we walked to Ueno and we were going to go to the park the night before, right? And you get there, you have to go through like, it it was so confusing. We were gonna walk through the park, but to get there, I think you we I couldn't follow the map thing. You had to go up one of the stairs and cross over the station or the road or something to get there, and I couldn't figure it out, so we just walked back. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So back to was it Saturday? Is it Saturday then, Dana? Yes. Or Friday? Saturday, Saturday. okay. So it, Saturday morning, now we're in Tokyo Station, and we have to wait two hours. What I really should have done is the night before, I should have went to one of the stations and gotten the tickets. Right. So for the uh, with the 
with all the high speed trains, you even if you have that rail pass, you still need a seat on the train. And most of the local trains, you don't need an actual seat. You just get on and sit if there's a seat or stand if you can stand. Which on some cars on the Shinkansen, they're unreserved seat cars. So you could go in there and stand for four hours if you want to. Right. <laughs> you know, um, but the best thing to do, the simplest thing to do, is to just take your pass to one of those kiosk machines and you can just select what train you want to take at what time and then you can pick your seats. And if you have that pass, it doesn't cost you anything. But you're saying that those those trains also leave like what every ten or fifteen minutes, and you're saying that the next two hours of trains leaving every ten or fifteen minutes, all the seats were taken. Uh, so yes and no. You could find like one offs, but I think to get two together, it, it was two hours. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't want to sit like, you know, she's two rows ahead of me. If it was like twenty minutes, half hour, okay, fine. Yeah, that's like. But three hours, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was about two hours. So we're like, fuck it. It's probably had something to do with being Saturday too. Well, and you can. So whatever. I think that you can reserve those tickets like thirty days in advance, also. So if you have families or whatever that might be going on a trip or people on, you know, five members of like a business team, like you got to account for all that shit going on too. And I imagine there's a shitload of people that travel back and forth on those trains for business. And they probably send like their entire department on the train. And so it's like, you're fighting against all those people too, but you can't reserve them right. from, america as far as i know you have to physically be in japan to make the reservation so there's not a whole lot you could have done except like maybe you would have got lucky if you would have done it the night before but it's also possible those things were already for like a week out so it's because you were probably trying to go really early knowing you what time yeah. what time <laughs> yep what, were you there at like eight in the morning I think so, yeah. yeah. Yep. I would imagine that's when we, all we got the, up the businesses you know, all the business are going are yeah. heading out, yeah. Yeah. So I, it, when I go on vacations too, it, it's different from normally. Like I get now I get up a little earlier than I used to, but it's just because it's harder for me to stay up on the weekends. But when I'm on vacation I, I it's hard for me to sleep in. Like the second I get up I'm like I can't fall back asleep. And something like that like we're going to kyoto i wanted to get there as soon as possible because we only planned to have two days there so right. i wanted to be able to see as much as possible so that happens i i recommend for if anybody decides to go and listen to this to which probably won't happen to uh when Hold you on. first Hold get on. to a train station Hold on. and is that I, is that an attack on the listening numbers of the <laughs> podcast, or is that an attack on the laziness of the listeners to go on the trip? That's what I was yeah, wondering. the laziness so, of listeners. How many? I, how many I, people not... sent both of you? Uh, so both of you answer. 
how many messages did you get from people while you were gone asking you, <clears throat> how did you do this? How much did this cost? How hard was it? Should I go? Did you get a lot of that shit? No. Dana? No. No, oh, you didn't get any? No. Huh, I got three to five at least, so. I have no friends. Dana, we got to get you some friends. Come on. Yeah, yeah that's not Joni. <laughs> Joni, not that Joni's bad, but you just need someone new. <laughs> um, I think I don't think so. Personally, what I think, it, it, and even from like previous experiences, that from personal experience rather, is that it's not as much laziness as I think. It's it's anxiety. People let their anxiety get the best of them. Where it's like, dude, if if someone actually wants to do this. And you asked, like, me or Sean, we would totally help you. Even if you're not, like, a good friend of mine. Even if you're more of an acquaintance. I don't give a fuck. Like, I want everybody to experience this. And and it what made it really easy for me, and this is what I should have said at the beginning, because I do have to thank Sean, because if it wasn't for Sean, I probably wouldn't have done it because of that anxiety. And it also made it, like, a lot easier because when I'm getting ready to do things, even though I went before him, I'm like asking him, like, what should I do? What about this? What about that? And he, he's helped me out a lot too. So it's like, if anybody's actually listened to this and they're interested What's in going, I, I like, if anybody's actually I know, you're like to this. <laughs> dissing the show. No, no, no. Oh no. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I don't mean that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and they, yeah, no. I mean, if they want to go, if they're listening and want to go, if they're just listening but they don't want to go, then don't contact me. Well, you can contact me too. But if you're listening and want to go, that's what I mean. All right, I'm done. Okay. But yeah, the the number so one thing that I would guess that would be causing the anxiety is the getting around, which mm. is the number one thing that should cause anxiety, but. If you have a phone, you're 90% fine. Yes. Even if you don't yes. have a fucking and, and, clue what you're doing, as long as you know where you want to get to, the phone will get you there 90% of the time. And the, the yeah. phone yeah. is actually better at getting you somewhere than asking people. Because sometimes when you ask people, they tell you to get on the wrong train and you go to the wrong place <laughs> and it takes you 30 minutes. To it ruins around. your whole day. <laughs> yep. Yep. But I will say when saying that is that there are times, you know, it gets you there 90% and then you have to find the line that you need to take. Right. And the one thing that Tokyo has compared to like other big cities is that they employ a lot of people at train stations and, and and other places in general just to help you. So when you go into the train station, there are people there that work there that are literally there just standing there to help people get around. And I probably ask people four to six times where a certain line is. And I would say three quarters of them were able to understand me either they spoke English or they're able to understand me enough to point me to where I had to go. So I would say, don't be scared to ask too, except 
yeah, we'll get to the other one later. <laughs> yeah, I was nervous about um, ordering food and how the language barrier would be, but it really wasn't hard at all. It, no. it can be if you... I... Go ahead. I can see that you're dying to... I, re- I remember <laughs> when we came back, there was a place, there was a curry place that we went to that I saw the night before, right right on the main road that we went to. And I'm so sorry that I'm backtracking, but we, we went there and it's one of the places that has a display. So maybe what would you say? Like a quarter of the places, Sean, have a display of the food in the front. Maybe a third. Third. Yep. That sounds about right. So a third of the place have the display. So it had a display and I saw the curry and I was like, we got to go here. Um, so we go in, they're, they're like super nice. There's a guy that's cooking. They look like a married couple, right? A guy that's cooking and he's like, Arashi right? <laughs> so you go in, sit there, dozo, dozo. That's like another thing. It's like kind of like come in, have at it, sit down, whatever. It's like a all around thing they say. Uh, so we sit down and she's like, she points at all the kanjis on the wall because that's all the meals that they have. And I'm like, uh, we don't, I don't, I don't read it or speak it. And she's like, ah, uh, we don't have any English menus. And, uh, I was like, well, you have a display point and you have a display out front. Can I show you what we want? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I brought her out front and showed her the, uh, pork, pork katsu with curry. She's like, oh, okay. So we got two of those and it was amazing. Okay. So from from all the yeah. places that I've eaten at across both the trips, there was only one place that I went where they weren't interested in helping me. And they weren't really dicks about it. They were just kind of like, like, no, no English. And I was like, okay, I don't know if that means no Americans or no foreigners or you just don't speak English. But they they don't want to. They, they have the X thing that they do with their forearms, and like he gave me one of those, and I was just like, "All right, I just went somewhere else." Because like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, you gonna like make the situation worse or try to talk it out? Like, like why would you try to do <laughs> right. that? Like, if the dude that runs this place doesn't want foreigners in here, the best thing that I can do is just let him have that and go next door, you know? So I think that right. the, the few things that you may have heard about like the xenophobia or how they don't want people, that's not necessarily true. It would be similar to going to Texas as like a fucking Indian or something and having somebody be racist to you telling you that, you know, learn to speak the language. That shit's way more likely. We don't speak English in here. That's way more likely to happen to you here than it is yeah. than it is there as a foreigner. So, also, like, just you gotta let the, some of that shit just you gotta let it go. Like, oh, yep. okay. Like that shouldn't be a reason why it should scare you to to go somewhere because most, almost no. everyone is exactly like <laughs> you just described. Like they will help you they'll do everything they can to to help you 
and like Dana being nervous about the food, there are places that you'll walk by that don't have the window display and everything in the window is written in Japanese. Don't go there. Yeah. Just, just skip it and go to somewhere else. Like what would make you want to go to this place? If you don't know much about Japanese food and you can't read Japanese, you can just kind of tell that it's a restaurant, but you, you wouldn't even know what kind of restaurant it is. Cause right. I would say half of the restaurants there, maybe not half a third. We'll keep it in the thirds are just straight up Japanese writing, no pictures, no nothing. There will be some places that have all Japanese writing, but then they'll have photos. And it's like, Oh, okay, well I can just point at the photo but it's almost like you're asking for a weird experience to go in somewhere where there's no pictures and it's only in a language that you can't read and expect to like order something like yeah, that idea. you did that to yourself, you mm-hmm. know? So agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my favorite restaurants were the ones that had the machines outside where you order before you go in. That was great. <laughs> confusing at first in terms of like the order of operations like Mm -hmm. do i do i click this first and then pay for it and then i get these little tickets but do do they take the tickets or do i keep the tickets what do i do with these (laughs) tickets should i am i supposed to sit down or am I supposed to wait for them to come seat me? <laughs> I, but, it was really much. It was, yeah, a little confusing. <laughs> but whichever thing you choose to do, someone will come up to you and be like, you know, I need the tickets. Sit here. And it's like, oh, okay. Right. Like That was hard right. for like five yeah, it, seconds. And now exactly. I know what to do next time I want to go to a place like this. Now I know exactly how to do yep. it. So. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, so now go back to Kyoto. We're in the bullet train, or we at Tokyo Station. We got a couple of bento boxes. Unfortunately, I, I didn't realize that you, if you want one that self heats, you need to find where it says self heating. So I didn't get a self heated one, and I was very upset. <laughs> Did you get one on the way back? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um so we go to kyoto and the first thing we do is we take it's it's fairly cool it's to everything that we wanted to do the train station was closest to the fushimi inari shrine so i figured go there first so we take a train to go there and I'm holding, we just brought one bag because we kept our other hotel since it was only 30 bucks a night. Um, so we kept the bulk of our stuff there. and We just brought enough to change for the three or four days that we were going to be elsewhere. And so when we arrived at the Fushimi Inari Shrine, I'm like, are there any lockers here? There were lockers at the train station, but of course there were like eight lockers and they were all taken. So we end up finding... Just like, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a little shop that took bags as like a second gig, right? So yeah, for yeah. like 400, yeah, it was nice. So for 400 yen, we just stored our bag. 
you know, the, there, which is we could probably move to Japan and just do that. Uh, Dude, you're right. You wouldn't awesome. need to have any you're kind right. of fucking skills. Just get a little, right. a little right. store, and a big ass sign that's like five dollar bag storage, and right. That's it. Yeah. It's you know so I mean? easy. Yeah, you make bank, and then just sell drinks too. <laughs> yes. Not okay. that you need to, because there's a vending machine everywhere, but. So we go to Fushimi Nari Shrine, and like I, I understand it is really packed with tourists, but it it still is beautiful. It's a must. Um, you have to go. It it is yeah. have to. Yeah, have, I wish we went the, to the end. I know. So the thing is, is when you go in, you could hike up to the top, and I would have loved to, but at that point, when we got there, it was what like one o'clock, Dana? Would you say roughly? Yeah, one or two. Yeah, it was like one or two. I didn't. I think the place for bags closes at like five or something, and I just didn't want to spend three hours climbing all the way up. Though I heard it is cool, so we just went a little of the ways, turned back, and then there are like cool shops in that area too. That we bought a couple like six-inch Tory gates that we put on either side of our TV, and uh, she bought those. Anari statues that we put like next to our other side of the TV as well. I remember I only um, thought I was getting one. I only wanted yeah, one, and she's and like, then, "No, two. And I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "No, I just want one." And she's like, "No, you like you get two <laughs> for the price of yeah. one." Right. So I don't know what the significance of that is, but for some reason, when you buy those little statues, they sell them in pairs. Like you have to sell them in pairs. So there's got to be some significance for when you bring it to the shrine. I don't know. So, and then we went around and there's other places too that, you know, there's a bunch of shops and then you walk a different way and there's a bunch of like little street vendors that sell. Like we've got Dongo there, but there's like other stuff too to eat. So, are you still there, Sean? Yeah, Does did I disappear? You've been disappeared, so I can't oh. even tell. Oh, really? <laughs> no, yeah, no, he's black right. for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we spent, you know, probably an hour or so there. And then I think at that point it was time where we could check in. So we go to our place, which was in a little more of like a residential area. We got an Airbnb almost like an apartment in a residential area, but to get it, you have to walk through a temple, which was really cool too. So it was like right there in the temple grounds almost. That's cool. This was the super, yeah. Uh, like a modern, but like traditional, traditional place, right? Modern, traditional. Place. Yeah. <laughs> well, everything. Yeah. yeah it was it looked, really pretty. It looked very new. Like it had just been built or very renovated. Yeah. But it was built in that old traditional style. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Renovated, maybe, because it was nice and it was beautiful. Got a little beautiful garden, too. But those fucking walls got to be made of paper because <laughs> oh my God. in the morning we heard everything <laughs> everywhere. Even in, the, in the middle of the night, I kept waking up and I was like, is there someone in here? <laughs> I'm going to get murdered. 
Yeah, dude, it, it sounded like there was some. There was one time I think I got up and I like had to walk around. Like I'm like, yeah, I'm what like, the fuck is you going look on? out there. Someone's definitely in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was, was your entrance door one of the sliding paper doors? No. No. Okay. No. To to the where we slept, they had the paper door, but, but not... the entrance door was just regular. Okay. <clears throat> Um, so that place was beautiful. Tatami mats in the living room, with uh, they had they had actual like a regular table where you could sit down on, and then they had tatami mats with a table with these chairs that you sit down on the floor on. Yeah. And then, yeah, in the in the bedroom they had tatami mats with like the futons type things where you sleep. Could you do the floor thing? Can you comfortably sit on the floor like that and for like an hour? Well. That was like a two-part uh, thing. So can I do the floor thing? Yes. Can you comfortably do the floor thing? No. <laughs> yeah, my knees hurt after a little while. Yeah. So we did because there was a TV in there. And that first night, we got in a little earlier. So that was like our earliest night. So that first night, we, we got in. And then uh, when I was posting about Japan... Sean's friend, who's who's, it's more Sean's friend, but she's kind of my friend a little tiny bit now too. <laughs> uh, Cat was like, "Oh, if you're in Japan, you gotta come hang out." And I was like, "I think I saw that she was in Kyoto." So I was like, "Well, we're gonna be in Kyoto," and and she, where she was, she had like an art gallery with her aunt, and uh, it was it was literally a ten minute walk from where we were. So we checked into the. We got into our little apartment, our Airbnb, and then we walked down and met her and her aunt. Her aunt is like this old little Japanese lady, just so sweet and nice and cute. (laughs) The cutest old lady. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. It was really nice meeting her. Um, And then where her art gallery is, so you know how you're walking down the street, Sean, and if you look to your left, you, you'll see the big Tory gate. Oh, okay. okay. You're talking about a specific street. I thought you were just going to tell me yeah, some I don't... story about, you know, like when you're walking down the street. No, no. <laughs> but you, you know that the giant Tory gate. The, the one right? that leads to Fushimi, so, like the massive one. No, no. The giant Tory gate leads to uh, Heon Shrine, a Heon uh yeah shrine but it's like it's like things gotta be 50 to 100 feet high okay i think you guys took a picture there i thought you did we may have and i may have not known what it was or where we were oh where yeah where right right but where her thing was was like on pretty much on the other side of that so it was right near there so that was really cool too. That giant fucking Tory gate. Yeah, they had like a festival going on, but it was closing down when we got there. Yeah, with yeah, we like caught the tail end of it with the dudes carrying the big ass. We we missed it. Oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like the yeah, like the mini slash big shrine things. How long did y'all get to hang out with Cat? Was it just at the event? Or was it afterwards? Yeah, because yeah. no, she. So, uh, she was that night. 
the next day she was going to leave. So we were going to be there another day. So we went and saw her that day, but then she was going to have dinner with her family after that. So we didn't, mm. so we only saw her at the event thing. Yeah. Her mom but, lives there too. So I think that's where she grew up. Yeah. She's, yep. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I think she's originally from there. So, um, so yeah, we went to He and Trine, which was really cool too. And then on our way back, we stopped and got noodles and a couple other things from uh Combini and I got dude I I got the best potato croquettes <laughs> I've ever had at a convenience store <laughs> and uh and I got like curry udon and she got like almost like a Yeti spaghetti kind of type thing. meal right it's really good though yeah spaghetti <laughs> yeah spaghetti all right <laughs> Sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. Sounds very Dana. <laughs> <laughs> I love pasta. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So then we went in early and it had a TV, so we watched some Netflix and stuff. Um, and then the next day, we woke up a little early to go to the Arashiyama Bamboo Forest. Not as early as you guys woke up, though. And. Uh, it was, it wasn't too too bad. Like it was packed, but not like crazy. Um, but it's really, it's really cool walking through. And then if you, there's like a main entrance, and if you just keep going straight, and then you hit like a fork going either right or left, you go right and then up, and you go and there's a little garden there. You have to pay to get in, but it's only like five bucks. And it was a cute little garden. We walked through came back out, walked through. We're going to go to this temple, but there's a bathroom there and we stop at the bathroom and then there's this Dana's in the bathroom. I'm outside. There's this little Japanese guy walks up and I, I smile and I give him a wave and he's like, can I, he came over. He's like in English. He's like, can I give you directions? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can. And he's like, he's like, you know what you have to go do? You have, you go up there there was like a little like a hill going up. It's a path, but a hill going up. He's like, go up there and, and there's an overlook where you get a beautiful view. And then you go down a little bit further and you get another view. And then, then there's a third view. He's like, that's what you really have to do. And I was like, oh, that, that's awesome. Thank you. And then I was like, what about this temple? Is it right around here? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's right there. You go over there and there's an entrance there. But you have to go to the overlook. The overlook is the best views ever. <laughs> so I – personally think partially he was he probably wanted to just practice it english too you know right did you do it that's what i felt but i yeah yeah it was a nice overlook it's very pretty um what did you think I mean, about the it was nice the bamboo park or the bamboo forest in general like 10 out of 10 or a little underwhelming compared to what um Honestly, I thought it was a little underwhelming just from all the pictures you see on Instagram of it. And then when you actually go there, I feel like it was a lot different than what I thought it was going to be. I still liked it, but I feel like maybe an eight out of ten. They the the photos lead you to believe that it's probably combined with the word forest that it's like this vast 
wilderness. Yes. But it's really mm-hmm. just like two two little walkways. And yeah. if you weren't stopping to take pictures or I don't stopping to talk or something, you could probably walk from one end to the other and you could probably do it in like ten minutes if you wanted. That would take ten minutes, yeah. Yeah. But there are little forks and there are little areas and there is we we went to some little like I wouldn't call it like hidden, but there was like this little lake with this little shrine. And I was like, okay, this is cool, but you never felt like you were in a different world. It was like, oh, this is like, this is like this weird fucking like area packed with bamboo trees, but it's just like in on the edge of the city. Right. Yeah. But haven't you seen Ninja Scroll? <laughs> I have. I haven't and seen there's, it recently. There's there's a uh, scene in Ninja Scroll. I can't remember who he's fighting, but he's fighting him in a bamboo forest, and they're just running, and the bamboo's flying all around them. And I'm such a fucking geek. I'm such a geek that I stopped there, and I'm looking out the bamboo, and that's what I'm picturing. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> It uh, it is awesome, and I would I would still put it as a must do. Like you have to go if you go to Kyoto, but I think park would be a better word than yes. forest. Yeah, yes. I agree. Because it, it's a very much a park, and yep. I guess once you go, you realize all the Instagram photos of it. They're all of that same area. It's not that you're getting thousands of different photos of different parts of the forest. You're getting like that one main like walkway, but you don't know that because you haven't been there. And then you go and you're like, Oh, not to mention like, mm-hmm. were there just like 50 people lined up at the end, like waiting their turn to take pictures of it when y'all were there. There were a lot of people throughout. What do you mean at the end, though? So, like, there's that one, like, long, straight kind of walkway. Yeah. And at the end of it, where it branches off, there were just, like, there was just a line of people waiting to take a photo of, like, the straightaway. And they were all, like, standing there and they were, like, taking their turns to take, like, the boyfriend was taking Mm. the picture of the girlfriend doing like the little, right. the little pose. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice I that. mean, through, I noticed throughout though, there were people with like tripods and other things doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's another temple in that area. That's really cool. But then we went over to the monkey park because it's still in Arashiyama and it's probably like yeah. a 15 minute walk. Well, but fifteen minute walk. I was to, but. <laughs> to the entrance. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like a dude. I was not prepared for this. It was like a ten minute walk up like these steep ass inclines. You made it in ten minutes, and it's not. <laughs> That's what I right about that, Dana. Mm, would you say? I think so. I feel like yeah, yeah. ten fifteen minutes. Um, Very tough though. Yeah, it's all that hiking. It, it was. Dude. It was like, 
Exactly. <laughs> I, I swear it, it, or it the, took us 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's rough. It, it definitely wasn't 30 minutes for us, but yeah, it's rough. Um, it, it's like, it is like, it's like a walk up, but it, it's more like a hike. If it wasn't like yeah. most of the area was like paved, it's like a hike. And then, but it was really cool up there. That was awesome. Was the hike or the no, just the monkey monkey park. park. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it, Dana. Yeah, say something. No, you're doing good. You continue. Keep going. No, talk about the monkey park because you seem like you did a lot better in the monkey park than I did. Was was the monkey park? I seem to what? It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have to say. (laughs) 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 No, there's just monkeys everywhere. Did, did, so either, did either of y'all get to touch one? Like, even though they told you not to, did you did you sneak a little a little poke? <laughs> a little touch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so, but we fed we fed them, which was really cool. Like, I have to stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was only like twenty five cents to feed them, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was that. dirt cheap. So, yeah, it's like you're outside and there's. A little park at the top where the capuchins are walking around. They tell you to keep it like a few meters distance, but then there's like a little house that you could go into. And in the house, instead of like windows, it's like uh, wire, like thicker than chicken wire. But it's so the the monkeys could reach their hands through, and you could feed them. They say to put it down, but most of the time you just hand it to them. They say to put it down like the windowsill, but you could just hand it to them. They grab it from you. And it's the cutest thing ever. How long did y'all actually hang out up at the top? Mm, I think half an hour. Yeah, probably about that. That's pretty good. Was that? Uh... It's cool because. Go. It's cool because there was like when you look out <laughs> there's you could see pretty much all of like Kyoto, like the Kyoto city, the main city, right? Yeah. It, so it's like from side to side. So that part was really cool. Was it a better view than that dude told you? Than the views he told you about? Yeah. Nah. The dude's a chump. The view was cool that he told us about. The view overlooked like a river and stuff and a ton of trees, but it was pretty. The view of Kyoto for some reason was just neater all around, seeing the size of it and everything. Were there how many people, if you had to guess, you think that were up on that top area while you were there? Dana? Oh, man. Um, A really good amount. uh, 50 (laughs) to 60? What do you think, Morgan? Shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, about that. Good amount. Yeah. So, the one thing that I did do, so now we leave Arashiyama, the monkey park. The one thing I did end up doing before is after that whole issue, when we got to the Kyoto station after leaving Tokyo, right then I got our next set of tickets to Osaka for like two days from there. Yeah. I was like, fuck this. I'm not... Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you fuck up once, mm-hmm. that's fine. Not a big deal. And you learn. But you, you, yeah, you learn, exactly. So then, you know, when we first arrived in Kyoto, I got tickets for Osaka. Um, so that night, what the hell did we eat in Kyoto that night, Dana? I noticed Uh... there's like a massive, I know this isn't really your thing, but 
there's a massive lack of food pictures on your Instagram. For us. For yeah, we're not really right. we're not really into food pics. I don't know. Well Yeah, I, I did I get if it you look when you're at if, home, but like mm-hmm. you were abroad. You know? I, I know, I know. Oh, so what we were doing so after we left Rashiyama, we went to uh, we were going to Gion Street, I think. The Gion, the street that leads to that big temple that's like an old school street. Um, yeah. So we, we made our way. There's like a couple other streets that are old school too. So we, we made our way there and, and I found a place that had Oma rice. So I stopped there because that's another thing that I wanted to get. Um, which Omo rice is just, it's like a, it's, Rice wrapped in an omelet with ketchup. They always put ketchup on it too. And Dana got French toast. <laughs> it was amazing, though. <laughs> they didn't have any spaghetti. So. Right, yeah, no spaghetti. Right. Sadly. <laughs> we'll get to this on the next episode, but it's weird as shit that you're telling me that Dana's eating French toast and spaghetti, but then as soon as I get there. She's like, oh, I want the the special ramen, and I want the I can't remember what the other shit <laughs> that we sushi. got. But it was yeah. It was just two it, times. It, no, it was, it. it was definitely more than two times. We'll we'll get to that later. But yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't even order spaghetti in Italy. So it's like this weird mix of French toast and spaghetti, but then it's like something clicked. Like something clicked over and she was like, fuck it. And I guess I'll eat some Japanese food. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean, those were the only two times where I ate, you know, American food. I feel like American ish yeah, food. Yeah. food. What is, yeah. what is, is French toast French? Is that why it's called that? No, it's American. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's American. No French people were taking mm-hmm. slices of bread and dropping them in eggs. Like, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. That's fucking holy American. Yeah. So did, and then fry it up. So you went to Kiyomizudera at least a little bit. Did you not go all the way through? Because you have a couple pictures at like the start of it. Which that's the big ass um, temple at the end of that shopping street that you were on. Oh yeah. No, we did. We walked all through it. And um, I just didn't, I think a lot of the thing was I was trying to fit just enough pictures in, you know what I mean? Did you pay? Yeah. So it's 200 yen or whatever. And then you went onto the balcony or whatever. No, no, we didn't. Okay. We didn't. Yeah. But we did walk through and it was, I have to say, like, Kyoto is beautiful, and I will go back there, right? Because it, it is, it's so gorgeous, and there are a lot of spots that aren't that bad. But the the worst spots are Fushima Inari Shrine and uh, Kyu Mizudera, because Kyu Mizudera is a po- place I got most annoyed, because there's a little fucking, like, Spanish, or, like, European Spanish, right? Or something dude and he's just like pushing through everybody and like little like i mean he was really little like he was probably five six tops couldn't have weighed more than like 140 
And he's just kind of pushing through everybody to get to places and just like pushes through and goes up to the top. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Where wait. there was like, yep. You five, six as a measurement? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I thought you meant five or six as an age. At, at no, 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 no. Forty pounds, and then you said, then you said <laughs> "You're like, holy shit!" You said he's pushing through everybody. I was like, oh shit! This yeah, kid's so you're like, wait. <laughs> no, okay. no, yeah, he was like five feet six okay. inches tall. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just being annoying as shit. So you did get more of those annoying people yeah. there than anywhere else. So I do understand, like, it takes away from the experience of Japan because it's not, like, it is not really Japan. Like, you want the culture and you get these fucking annoying Europeans or Americans or Indians and you're just like, fuck, this is ruining it. But that shrine's awesome. The street leading up to it was really cool. We had some daifuku, which is fruit inside of mochi. Oh, that was amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, really what good. Fruit? Um, the strawberry. It, uh, I had watermelon. I got kiwi. Oh. Yep. So yeah. we actually, I think when when we were at Tokyo Station, we got daifuku as well. And that time we had strawberry and something else as well. So we wanted something different that time. When you eat that, do you just eat the whole thing at once, or do you eat like a little it, bite by bite? I it's so big bite. that I, yeah yeah okay. she always does but yeah those ones are re- usually like a regular mochi could pop in but those you got to do half and it's like the the fruit inside is so juicy that i took a bite and it's just like <laughs> flying down my like slurping down my face the um the, the purpose of them is to get like the mochi and the bean paste and the fruit like together but then it's so big yeah that you can't possibly eat them together. Like I wanted to take the strawberry out and then just eat the strawberry, but it's like, well, that defeats the whole purpose. Cause now I just have a strawberry right. and yeah, some mochi. So it's like, I guess I got to eat this whole thing at once, but it probably is mm. the size of a uh, half the size of a baseball. Like you're probably not getting that thing. Yeah. comfortably in one bite. Yeah. But I hate it. Yep. I hate it when people do the thing where they have two different food items and they take a bite of one. And while that bite is still in their mouth, they take a bite of something else. The shit fucking grosses. I fucking can't. Yeah. You've never noticed that. Like you'll be at a restaurant and somebody will have oh. like a roll and they'll take a bite of the roll and then immediately put like mashed potatoes in their mouth when the roll is still in there yeah. and then they start chewing it, it's fucking gross. <laughs> I, I, it's like yeah, a huge like, thing yeah, of mine gross. that I can't stand, but, or you ever see yeah. somebody eat a burger and they take a bite and then they immediately, before they even start chewing, like do the second bite, like two bites in one. Yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I think Dana might eat like that because she's not reacting at all. <laughs> She's like, she's like, oh no, no, yeah, she's I like, was... oh no, I do that. <laughs> I was thinking if I have ever seen that. I'm like, no, I think I've seen that. It'll be. I do one eat of those fries things. one at a time, though. 
I mean, if you've got the time for that, then you can savor them. <laughs> You'll start to Morgan, notice it now. Yeah, Morgan's video. No, I'm here. His video's gone. Yeah, now I'm going to see it everywhere. See what? Oh, I see are. what Sean was talking about everywhere now. It always happens yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Um, yeah, so we go down that street, we go down the temple, and I cannot for the life of me remember what we did the rest of the night. Uh, let me see. I'm going to look at my There's nothing. Instagram right now. You're, no, they're not. Really You're bad. and it looks like maybe it's like five or six maybe and then you're in osaka yeah 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 so we left kiyomizdera and then i mean it probably takes about a half hour to get home i don't even remember dana do you remember what we did the night what we had for dinner i cannot remember chicken parm maybe <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> it, I think that night we actually we went back out. We just walked out to that giant uh, Tory gate because it's only like 10, 15 minutes and it was dark out. So we wanted to see it in the dark and just kind of walk the streets at night, too. Yeah. What did we eat? This is really bothering me. What? Is there anything that sticks out to you that's left over there that you wanted to do that you didn't get time to do? Or were you relatively happy with I mean there No, I'm not. Like there were there were other shrines. There was that big golden shrine that was Yeah. It's kind of in between like a Rashiyama and where we were staying. Um but again it's like you had to pick and choose. After we left Rashiyama, it's like, where do we go? If we go to Gion Street, there's a couple other places, in, or uh, like Kiyomizadera, there's a couple places in that area that we could check out. But by that time, it's going to be too late to go to that gold temple. Do you know the temple I'm talking yeah, about, Sean? Kinkakuji. Yeah. Yeah, Kinkakuji. So, um, you made... It, it would have been too late for that. You made the right call, because that place was seriously like a gate you pay to get in there's like a circular walkway around the shrine you take a picture of it and then you leave and there's nothing okay yeah there's nothing else around it and like you said it's not really it's like on the outskirts so it takes a little bit of effort to get out there and then if you're only going there just to see that place like you I was there for like five minutes. It was like, cause what do you see? You can, how long are you going to like look at it? Right. I think we talked yeah. about this right. on a different podcast. Like you go to like, to see the sites, but like, could you spend an hour there? Just like looking at Dude, it. Looking for so an hour? Spending an oh, hour there is the same. You if you were, it's, it's the same. I can't tell what? when you're going to talk because your video's off. So I don't know if you're about to say yeah. something or not. So, my bad. So you could if what? If you were a photographer. Sean. 
Yes, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's true. Those fuckers can spend hours anywhere. Yeah. If you're a hobby yeah. photographer with your $1,000 camera, you know, you know, they just set up their shot and they sit there and they fucking contemplate the next shot. They were, if you were to stereotype every type of tourist, they, to me, they were the worst. They were the most annoying because even if somebody is rude or a lot of people smelled, if you, if you stink, like that shit kind of goes away. Like, but if you're trying to take a picture of something, and this dude's got his tripod and his GoPro and his DSLR and his bags all out. It's like, holy shit, dude, you're taking like like five square feet of space for your shit. And we all know you're not moving anytime soon. So it's like, I just want to take this three second picture with my phone. So it's like, I'll just stand behind you and hold my hand over your head and I'll just take a picture of this thing Mm -hmm. and and move on. (laughs) Yeah. Annoying. So again, I I can't remember what we ate for dinner that night in Kyoto. A hot dog? For the life of... (laughs) I would be surprised. A lot of it was just like we would stop at a place that we thought was good, you know, like you'd wait and check out places. But so now we flash forward to the next day and we were supposed to go to Osaka to go to Universal Studios Osaka. Well, this was a great day. And this was a great day for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, for who? For us? Yeah. Great day. So we leaped. We leave early. It's only about like a half hour to get there, right? We leave early. We take a bullet train. And then we take another like, uh, there's another smaller train, the Harkari train that takes us there, which is like a cute little Hello Kitty one. Mm, uh, yes. But it, you guys took that one too, I think, yeah, yeah. right? Yep. So we get to Universal Studios and... We wanted to get there early because from everything we read is it's the earlier you get there, the more well, the whole point was to go to Super Nintendo World, Super yeah Super Nintendo World, and the whole thing is that you get there early, you're more likely to get in as quick as possible because it's all timed tickets to get in there. So we get in, it's like nine thirty at the latest, right, Dana? Yeah, nine nine thirty. So and they open at nine, or oh, they always open early, but they open at nine. We get in, and through her app, you can't do the time tickets to actually get in the park. So we get in the park, we do the time tickets, and she's like, uh, the only thing they have is 3 o'clock. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so we got the ones for 3, and we're like, are we going to stay here for 6 hours? I don't know if we can. Or maybe, yeah, it was 6 hours. Yeah, yeah. And, uh. We're just, we're miserable. We're fucking miserable now. Absolutely miserable walking through the park. <laughs> Why was it that but. bad to spend? Is it because you're irritated because there's so much other shit you could be doing if you weren't there? Or was the park like really stupid? 
yes. Uh, both. <laughs> like, I, I just not my thing to just spend all day at, like, Disney or Universal. I don't know. Just... But it's Harry Potter. When you're in Japan. Yeah, when you're in Japan. What? It's Harry Potter. How how long did you yeah, spend well, at cool. the, in the Harry Potter area? Like an hour? Um, yes, maybe. Yeah. Oh. Uh, right, Morgan? An hour-ish? Yeah, yeah. What did we do in the Harry Potter area? Oh, we went on this really these two really fun roller coasters. One was inside Hogwarts Castle, and it took you all through the castle. Um, yeah. Morgan? And it, like, it, <laughs> it simulates... it's it's almost like it's almost like she had a terrible time on this trip and she's just is like being forced to do this um so you you go in to the she did she loved it much from what people might hear uh so you go in to the, that first ride that takes you through the castle and there's always four seats and it doesn't stop. Like it, it's continually going. So it's going, it's not going that fast, but it's going. So someone guides you on, you go, you sit down as it's moving. But as soon as like you get to where you're sitting down, that platform is moving. So you're no longer moving. So you sit, sit down, you strap in and the ride, that ride was really cool. Cause it, it's actually taking, it's taking you through the castle, but it's almost simulating you riding on a broom. So it's going fast. You're strapped in, but your feet hang. So it's like moving you every which way. And it's going fairly fast. So it like really feels like you're flying at points. So it it was like once we got on and that ride started going, our our moods totally changed at that point. Yeah. And we were like, finally, like, yeah. Yep. There was another smaller roller course we went on too. That was cool. We went on the Jaws ride because it was there. <laughs> what a weird. Yeah, it was so funny ride. when he was explaining everything in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like feigning shooting into the water. Jaws is coming at you. It's like, I remember when I went to Universal in LA when I was like 10 and they had a Jaws ride. That was almost exactly like this ride. I bet it probably the same thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. And we went on that Spider-Man ride. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was like the Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, what was it? Was it kind of like VR? Yeah. Or was that one not? I feel like it kind of was. I I think I went on that when I was like six years old. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. really old. <laughs> it, it was set up like everything was from the comics, right? It's not from any like Spider, like live action Spider Man. Right. Um, and it has all the villains and stuff. So it was, it was fun. Uh, and then we, we farted around and we had like an hour. We probably just sat down for 45 minutes of it to wait to get in. And they're so crazy with it. They're so particular that we went in at 2.59. Our thing was for 3 o'clock. We go in at like 2.59. It was a minute before. And she looked at the thing. She was like, oh, oh, okay, I guess you could go through. 
<laughs> the fuck? So we get into Super Nintendo World, and it's re- like the setup is really, really cool. It's all uh, you you find you walk through a tunnel to you know like a warp pipe to get there, and it's all set up with the blocks and the piranha plants, and you see little Yoshi's going by in the ride. So it was really cool. Is it? Um, is it just kind of that one big open area, and then everything branches? out of that main area yeah there's only like two or three rides there's the bowser one the mario kart one that we did there's a yoshi's ride and there's one other and then there's like a couple uh there's like a cafe type place kind of like the hello kitty cafe get any of that food like the super themed food no the line was was ridiculous yeah yeah was it so we and and this is the thing we went on the mario kart ride and it was an 80 minute wait so (laughs) (laughs) but we went there like i gotta go on the ride yeah you already did all this other shit yeah exactly so we get on the ride we wait we get in there and they give you like the Mario hat, right? So it's almost like the Mario hat, but it's like, it, it's set up weird. So what happens, they give you the Mario hat, and then when you go on the Mario Kart, it's two and two. So you sit, someone sits in front, and then people sit behind you and raise. So when they're there, it's almost like they can't see you. Mm. And when you get in, you put a visor that clips onto the hat. It's like a magnetic visor. And that is like 100% VR. So as you're going through, you could look around, and it's like you're playing Mario Kart. There's people speeding by. Your cart like will get hit once in a while by a shell and like swerve out. You've got to like it'll have times where it tells you to turn, so you got to turn the wheel. You've got to shoot your. You get shells that you shoot at people to get points, to get coins and stuff. So it was a cool. It was actually a really cool interactive ride. I liked it a lot. Would you? Would you say it's? Like, was it interactive enough that you would say it's kind of like a video game, or was it definitely a ride? Definitely a ride. Yeah, definitely a ride. You couldn't come in first yeah. or third or whatever. It was a set path that you kind of took. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And it was almost like it was set when you were going to get hit too and swerve right, out. Right. So. I got it. Yeah. But you could look yeah. anywhere you wanted, and you would see shit. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yep, yep. You'd see people. You'd see other riders speeding by, like Mario, Luigi. You know, even like the, you know, Bowser kids and stuff. So, was it, was it worth the entrance fee and the wait? Not, not, Dana, what would you not say? the ride. I'm not saying was all this shit worth going on that ride, but the Super Mario World. Or Super Nintendo World in general, was it worth it? I mean, yeah, I would say yeah, because I'm glad that we went. Would I do it again though? Probably not. Right. Agreed. Did you get any yeah. like unique merch or anything from there that was like, oh, oh, you got the bag? Did you forget right? my star 
bag? I got this. Yeah, I got the Yoshi shirt, and then she got the star bag that is actually really cool. It was like they put popcorn in it, and it was like fifty bucks, but honestly, it was worth it. Yeah, but that's they put popcorn. Are you gonna tell me? Tell me again that they put popcorn in it, and then they put put popcorn popcorn in in it. it. Did you know? Was that something that you got outside of the Nintendo World part in the park, or did you have to go into Nintendo World to get that? Yeah, you had to go in. I kept seeing everybody with one, and I'm like, where where do they get that? I want that. And I think Morgan asked somebody, and, get, and they got I, it in there. Of course he did. Yeah. He probably ran I asked right a, to them. Yeah. Of course. No, I asked. I asked someone that worked there because we went into a shop that had a lot of mario stuff and i asked her where it was (laughs) so if you wanted to go there but you couldn't let's say it was super busy and you couldn't get into nintendo world at all but you just wanted to buy some nintendo shit you couldn't all of the merch that they have outside of nintendo world sucked yeah, it right. It it was like some Mario stuff, but this shirt I didn't find until I actually got into Super Nintendo World. Well, yeah, you that have your the cool stuff camera like camera turned off, so I can't see it. But... Do I? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't know how to do. You're it. you're I'm back now. now. Yeah, it's on now. Okay. Okay. So yeah, this this shirt, um, and then that star thing. Those were like the coolest things they had. And those were in Super Nintendo World, so really everything outside of there sucked. I really wanted to go, and after watching like some YouTube videos of it, I was like, "This is even as you know, my Nintendo like dislike. It's still there enough that I was like, this shit looks in it. The park looks super cool. Like even though I may not be into Nintendo the way that I was as a kid, this shit." still looks awesome. So I don't really have the desire to like, I wouldn't want to leave Tokyo just to go to Universal Studios, but I do still Mm. have the feeling of like, I still want to see it. And kind of like Dana said, I wouldn't want to go back, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel yeah, about it. It's, I wish that we had I know. Like another day there, but what can what can Yeah. Yeah. I what I do recommend is I do like it's probably like sixty dollars more a ticket, but I do say get the, the express pass. Because it that's like I try to get there it. early. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's also like even if I had to just wait in the Mario Kart line, but I got into Super Nintendo World at like ten instead of three, it would right, have been much right. better. Like, or even eleven. Like, do the Harry Potter stuff and then go there. It would have been much better. Yeah, I'm curious if so. The admission plus the fast pass, like, if so, I'm going to spend 150 bucks a person. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that is it's. I think it would only be worth it 
to just be able to say like, oh, I went there. Right, like I went to Universal Studios, right, yeah. right. Super Nintendo World in Japan. You yeah. want to see pictures? Yeah, I got pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. At the end of the day, it was cool. There are things I wanted to do in Osaka that we were not able to do because it took so much time up. So it's yeah. Hold on to that thought until we get to the point where yeah, I went to Osaka because I have. I got some things to say. Things to say. Yeah. 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 So we get, we leave there. We eat at McDonald's because it was right there. We were fucking hungry and I wanted to try McDonald's and I got the Samurai Burger. It's just like a, almost like a quarter pounder or something with uh, soy sauce on it. And it was so fucking good. I think we ended up eating at McDonald's like four times just because it was like, yeah convenient and like it, it is good yeah yeah it is dana got a cheeseburger <laughs> i was waiting for you to say that <laughs> <laughs> not not like the teriyaki cheeseburger or anything just the standard standard american yep. Style. yeah yeah yep yep <laughs> Did they have the One Piece menu when you were there? No. Oh, they didn't. No, they had it for you? Yeah, like a couple of days later. I wonder if it had just started. <clears throat> the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it must have. So then we go back, we go back, we check into our hotel. Uh, and then I look up Don'ton Bory Street because I was like, that that's like the one place I wanted to go. Like if, if I had to pick one place, that was kind of it. So it was like a half hour walk. And I was like, let's just walk it. I don't feel like taking trains yeah, and stuff. Yeah. 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 So we walked down there. Um, and it's actually, it's not that far from Invasion Club where uh, yeah, fuck Corey Benny and fuck that guy. <laughs> well, I follow this woman chapipi that tattoos out of there too that i like her stuff but yeah i agree um so we go to don't Bory street and it's like we're walking down the street and dana sees the crowd of people because you get to that bridge right oh, yeah. and that bridge is like a huge hangout dana sees a crowd of people and her eyes get wide not in like oh my god this is awesome but like holy <laughs> shit we gotta go through that amount of people <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. but then you you go down. Uh, first, we went down by the water, I think, and again, like some middle schoolers looked over at me and I smiled, and then they hey, they waved, big wave, and I made a big wave. Look, hey, hey! <laughs> and we we walked down, and then we walked. I think there's like by the river, and then there's another street that's not by the river that has all like the cool shops that have like the guy with the big face yeah yeah and the dragons and crabs and stuff so is it fucking just walking down there was weird to you how many like pre-teens and younger like 10 to 15 year old kids are like out in groups in the busiest area of the city at like 11 o'clock and it's just totally, no one's concerned. Yeah. Nobody's worried. It's totally fine. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. yeah. 
There's not, and I totally forgot to talk about it too, because when you're in Kyoto, there's every there's more bikes in Kyoto than anywhere else. So everybody's riding bikes, and even in Tokyo, I did not see one single bike locked up. Not one bike. Mm-mm. Never. They just leave. Never. No. Nope. Nobody fucks with it. Nope. Nope. So yeah, we walked down Dontabori Street, and then we we were coming back, and we took the same path back, and and there's this walkway that goes up stairs, and it's like probably twenty feet, and you get to the top, and we're walking down this road, and there's this guy, lie, older guy, lying on the street with a couple of people around him, and at first I thought he was dead. I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? And then I see him move his leg, right, his legs. And then I hear him yell really loud that like deep Japanese, like the you know how like Dale yells, yeah, it's like that type of yell. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, I guess he's all right, or like not dead. And then we walk another twenty feet, and it's there's ambulance, an ambulance in the corner, but they're talking to a guy who must know what happened to that guy. But they're, they're not going over to the guy. Like, they're waiting to talk to the other guy before they approach him. Like, I, I don't, it's so weird. But I, it must be, like, a respect thing. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. I tried not to stare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I looked, but not <laughs> stared, you know, so. Did y'all eat anything <clears throat> while you were down there? It was, like, too late. Most of the things was were closed. closed. I was like, what the fuck? And I went to go get a 10 yen, you know, like the big 10 yen coins with cheese in the middle, the pancake mm-hmm. things. I went to go get one. She just served one. I went to go get one. And she's like, oh, no more. No more. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is like the spot for like eating like a one-off cheap, like $3 items just like over and over. Right. But it was, I mean, we had similar experiences as well where you go to this place because it's the place that the entire internet says, this is the place. And then at nine 30, everything's closed. And you're like, what the fuck? Right. And it's like, like one of the neon light, like city center areas where there's like food and bars and restaurants and nightlife. And it's all lit up with all these fucking colors, and then everything's closed. And you're like, "What? Like, yeah, what it doesn't is make sense." On? But no, yeah, we ran into that quite a bit. I'd like to go back there next time. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so we get there, and the place I, I I didn't even we weren't gonna stay over in Osaka at first. We were just going to spend the day there and then go back. But then with you guys not coming back to the following day, I was like, you know what? Let me stay in Osaka. Let us stay in Osaka one night. And then I picked a place that was right next to Osaka Castle, like a five, ten minute walk. So I was like, at, at the very least, the next morning, we go to Osaka Castle. So we got up. We had, uh, I had, I, the, hotel i asked they will hold your bags too so i asked them if they could hold my bags and they're like yeah yeah so i check out but they hold our bags we go to osaka castle which was really cool and uh 
can you talk about Osaka Castle, Dana? Can you give him some big details about it? You're putting me on the spot. I don't like it. <laughs> the Tula really needs to go outside. She's going to be annoying, so. Okay. So, we went to the castle. I think we went up... Did we go up eight floors? Morgan, can you hear me? Yeah, we went up eight floors. Um... So you go into Osaka Castle, (laughs) and... (laughs) This is why I don't do podcasts. (laughs) It's it's like beautiful. The highlight of Osaka Castle is that it has eight floors. It it has eight floors. (laughs) (laughs) So you go up first... There's a moat. There's like a huge moat all around it. There's these brick walls that are like 30 plus feet high. And not every part of the moat has water, but there's because I'm sure at some point it did. But, you know, there's grass and stuff. So there's this huge moats all around it. You go in this walkway and it's all like you've got to go through like three or four different areas. Because if you think about the time, it's like there's there's turrets over the areas that you're going into because they want it to be like very well guarded. Um, so you go through three or four different areas and before you actually get there and even like going into the castle, you've got to pay. And then going into the castle, they had a temperature check too, which was shocking, you know, like COVID time temperature mm-hmm. check. Uh, right. So you go into, to the castle and it's it is beautiful from the outside and each floor is kind of set up like a like a museum so there's stuff to see everywhere on the floor on each floor like you know there's like a gold a gold uh tiger other floors there are like miniature dioramas of like uh the the castle and the outskirts and there's other dioramas for like battles and stuff, so it's cool. And then when you get up to the eighth floor, you can walk all the way around it and see like, yeah, see out to Osaka, see out like really see the grounds of the castle too. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm glad we at least got to see that. So there's uh, many other things I wanted to see, but. That's the only castle that I went to. I mean, I guess there's like other castles, the Meiji and stuff, but I mean, um, I don't know. I wanted to. You can't really be disappointed because there were no. eight floors. <laughs> right, thank you. So, <laughs> I think you'd be really like pushing your luck to ask for anything more than that. Sometimes you just gotta, you know. Take it for what it is and just enjoy it, you know. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, that was on so my list of stops to make, but it didn't happen. the The problem with a lot of those things is that it, the shrines, the castles, the temples, those are like ten to four, mm-hmm. right? So most of them you have to see at that particular time. So it's like you almost have to, like you were saying before, you got to figure out which ones you really want to see. Cause yeah. you're generally not going to see all a of them. A lot of the older shit too. 
not in Tokyo, but in these other cities, the new modern city, which is most likely where you're spending most of your time and most likely where you're staying, isn't near this other shit because they left that old shit to be old and they kind of built the new city up 20, 30 minutes away. And so it's like, I want to go to Osaka castle. It's going to take me 25 minutes to get there. It's going to take me 25 minutes to get back. Probably be there for like an hour. So that's two hours, but everything else I want to do is in this other area. So you're specifically taking like a two to three hour chunk out of what you're doing to totally leave, to go to a different spot. And it's like, it just doesn't always like fit in. And if you, if you force it to fit in, then you're kind of giving up. You could do five or six other little things or this one thing. And it's kind of like, well, I think I'd rather just do these five or six things all within like four blocks of each other. than this one thing, but that place does look so cool. Like it's definitely one of those castles that even as not a history nerd, you see it and you're like, Oh, I know I recognize that one specifically. Right. So it would have been nice, but I feel like we kind of got fucked in that city, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) Yeah. So then I, I did the same thing as when I, we arrived in Osaka from Kyoto. I did the same thing where then I bought tickets for, I think it was the following day at that point, to leave, uh, to go to Tokyo. And, and both of those times I had no problem finding tickets. So that was the best thing to do. But then we left Osaka after that and we met up with you guys. Did you leave? You left the next morning, and... right? Yeah, so the, the well so that next morning well that Osaka Castle was in the morning. Oh, okay. Got so it. Yeah. Yep. So we that morning we went to Osaka Castle and then I think we took an eleven o'clock train or maybe a one o'clock train. I think it was a one o'clock train actually. Okay. To get to there. To get back to Tokyo. Yeah, and then I think we landed at like four or five. But it took it took me a solid two hours to get out of the airport. So Yeah, yeah. That fucking sucks. <laughs> there were so many things at the airport that had to be taken care of before I left the airport. But it was nice to leave knowing that all that shit was done. And I didn't have to fuck with it anymore. Right, but I right. knew like you guys were like waiting on us but i was like i have to do this shit now or it's gonna be double as annoying to try to do it later but yeah but it was not as bad because we you know just walking down those streets and asakusa was uh asakusa was really nice so we just walked down the streets again if if y'all are bored if you're you're bored in tokyo it's your fault like something's up with you Yeah, yeah exactly yeah you could just walk out your door and walk down the street. It'd be fucking awesome. I th- and then that brings us to the next episode. Yes. Okay, sorry, God. <laughs> I think that 
and I don't know how many splits of this that we'll end up doing, but I kind of like the idea of going through what we did, but then I know there's going to be a lot of like thoughts, like general thoughts. So I don't want to maybe not put like three or four of these out in a row, but right. Maybe, right. But also I'm having a hell of a time getting people to not like bail on me or like ghost me. So maybe we will, we'll just see how it plays out. Yeah. See if you get other people. Right. But right. It's good to get it done regardless. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do y'all have anything that you want to say about this part of the trip specifically to kind of end out or you just want to end it? Go to Japan. <laughs> You're the I, one that everyone so one thing I didn't... would listen to and be like, oh, I probably don't need to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me, guys. I just don't like talking, but it was really fun and you should go. <laughs> That's why she dates me, because I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, the one thing that I didn't talk about enough is that I did briefly mention there are vending machines everywhere, and it's fucking amazing. And, you know, they have cold coffee, they have hot coffee, they have energy drinks, water. It's like there's ones that have soup. There's ones that have fucking flowers. It's but the main ones are all like the drinks and I love it. And it's amazing. And I love all the vending machines and I really miss the vending machines. I miss the bathrooms. <laughs> and I miss the convenience stores. I, I feel like, <laughs> the, oh, go ahead. So the one thing again, Dana mentioning bathrooms that I didn't think about <laughs> is that I, we went to Tokyo station, right? And I went to go use the bathroom in there and Tokyo Station is the Grand Central Station of Tokyo, right? So it's like the main hub for all their trains. Grand Central Station at NYC, if, I don't know if you know, Sean, it's like all, all their trains from like other areas come into Grand Central. And the bathrooms there are fucking disgusting. And, and I went into the bathroom at Tokyo Station. It was spotless. It, I went into like the actual bathroom. It was spotless. No toilet paper anywhere. No shit all over the toilet. There isn't piss everywhere. So it's just like I was just like, well, I like actually took a picture and posted it in my story because I was so shocked. I feel like the things that are going to continuously come up is going to be the bathrooms and the food and the convenience stores. Because I think that yep. those three things, like, if you just took those three things and compared them from country to country, you would get a pretty good idea of what that country is like just from how they deal with, like, that kind of thing. Because it says so much about, like, quality of life. Like, are your bathrooms clean? Right. Is is your food cheap? Is it easy to get? And then it's not like it's a government thing 
and it's not like it's an employee thing. Like their employees are definitely doing a better job than most of ours in these lines of work. But it's a cultural. But it's it's, it's cultural everyone love. is just working together to keep the shit nice. And like so many other countries just fail at that so hard. And it's like, like it's, it's really embarrassing. Like yeah. how I mean I could go on forever. We'll save. <laughs> we'll right. save this. We're already at like two hours, so. But I think that's why it's going to continue to come up because it really is hard to grasp how it could be so different. But. Mm-hmm. It is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm.